you know, Spencer, a lot of times with these uh, ad reads, we have to uh, pretend that we like a product, but this is not one of those. Right. This Um, is just classic. We're classic podcast connoisseurs. We know what's up. Yeah, we love we do love MeUndies. Secrets out. That's not just talk. Right. We probably love solid cologne. Um, Yeah, definitely. uh, But we definitely love Matt Bronger. Um, Matt Bronger. He's a he's an old friend of mine. I won't say too old because you know it's showbiz. So let's <laughs> let's stay ageless. But he is a fantastic, wonderful person that I have always adored, and that I never spend enough time with, and never work with enough. But he is really funny and really kind and really awesome. And he has a podcast called Ding Donger. Oh, you know about it? No, wait. Yeah, no, it's okay. You can know about <laughs> no, it. No, I've heard ads for it. It seems like a great podcast. It's a weekly podcast with actor and comedian Matt Bronger. You can go for a spin with him as he shares stories, observations, and advice with episodes perfectly curated for half-hour car rides. Does that mean he's driving during the, p- p- the podcast? He better not be because that's my idea. Oh, shit. I wonder if that's done because that is my idea. Maybe you can go on Ding Donger. You know what you could do <laughs> is you can leave a voicemail message for him and he'll address it uh, on his podcast. Oh, wow. I don't have a number for that, but just know that you can do that. Well, I bet if you like and subscribe to it on iTunes, the number reveals itself to you. Yeah, this is already on the air. I'm acting like it's new. (laughs) Recent episodes have included tales of harrowing bike rides in Southeast Asia, horror stories from Chicago public transit, and advice about everything from the creative process to the terrifying nature of bird-eating insects. Just don't miss a single episode. (laughs) Make sure you don't... (laughs) Sorry. Make sure you don't... (laughs) Make sure you make sure you don't miss a single episode. Subscribe to Ding Donger with Matt Bronger on iTunes, Stitcher, FeralAudio.com, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Matt Bronger. He couldn't be brighter. Today's episode is brought to you by Last Rampage, the new true crime film starring Robert Patrick, Heather Graham, and Bruce Davison. And we had the pleasure of speaking to someone involved with the movie. Hi, my name is Heather Graham, and I'm playing Dorothy Tyson in the movie The Last Rampage. The Last Rampage is a true story about uh, Gary Tyson and how his sons broke him out of prison. And uh, it's a very dark story. And Gary Tyson is not a good guy. I play his wife, and I'm super loyal and devoted to him, even though he's pretty much the worst person in the world. One thing I think is interesting about the movie is a lot of these movies, they tell a story about like, oh, this rebellious guy who was this cool gunslinger and, you know, he did it all these wrong things, but he did it for the right reason. And I think this story sort of turns that story on its head because it's got at first you think he's a cool guy, but then you're like, no, this guy is just like a selfish, self-centered, narcissistic jerk. I like stories about real people. I think sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Like, I mean, some of the stuff that happens, you just go, I can't believe this is real, but it's real. And then if you do more research, it's even stranger than the stuff they put in the script. It's just like, sometimes real life is stranger than fiction. Don't miss Last Rampage, the true story of the prison break of Gary Tyson. In theaters and available on iTunes and all on-demand platforms today. For more information, visit TrueCrimeLive.com or follow the movie on Twitter at LastRampageFilm or on Facebook.com slash LastRampageFilm. Oh, yeah. 
Our audience has talent, everybody. From Meltdown Comics in Hollywood, it's great to be back. You guys missed a doozy up at the uh, Outside Lands up in uh, San Francisco. Harmontown, once again, is now in session. Yep. Yep. Dave Klein, go to the mic and give us a good yoop to start us off. Just give me one good yoop. One yoop. All right, then sit down. Spencer Crittenden, everybody. Spencer! <laughs> yep. Let's bring out the mayor of Harmontown, fresh from the ladies' room, Mr. Dan Harmon. I thought the punchline was going to be, it doesn't ring a bell. His, his face doesn't it. ring a bell. I didn't hear it. I know there was a guy. It was a good joke. A, yeah. yeah. It was the dead ringer. Was that it? Yeah. It oh, was a dead yeah. ringer for the last Classic. Yeah. Classic <laughs> joke. You didn't have to fill in for me. I was I was ready to, I was just seeing I was it. told to stretch. I panicked. Oh, oh. I really, I really tossed that out early. Uh, all right. Well, uh, let's see. Uh-oh. So we saw we saw Radiohead uh, at, at Outside Lands. We did, and I I, I, I realized the name of their band is uh, is kind of actually even though they're they're not um, uh, 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 at all uh, the, the genre uh, that their the name of their band actually sounds like the name of a song from like an eighties like heavy metal band like like. And I kept, I kept, I was like, get it, I was getting really high, and I was singing. I, I have this song I, I made up in my head that, like, like, uh, <laughs> like it goes a little something like this. <laughs> I didn't want to present it as like, oh, it's a real song, but I, I guess I did, and I just, but, I, but I just, I just started doing it a lot, and it was. Uh, so, uh, Can we me, hear it? Can we me, hear a little yeah, bit? Let me just, let me just try a little right. acapella here. Uh, <clears throat> Turn your station to misery. <laughs> oh, watch your dial. I don't know. It's placeholder lyrics. What's your favorite frequency? I've got a radio head. A radio head. Radio soul. Radio rock. Radio roll. I got a radio head. Of devil power beaming in your soul, antennas in your Satan dick, to transmit in rock and roll. I got a radio head. Can we get the person that made the uh, uh, the Rob Schraub? Uh, <laughs> Uh, it gets worse song to, to put to put that to a beat and, and get, give me some heavy guitar on that one. It was it was better when I was high. And then I get up here and I'm nervous. It was fucking you know. great. All right, thanks. It was great. You were high in San Francisco on stage yesterday, and you were beyond delightful. You you you, yeah. you hit a beautiful sweet spot. Then we got into a limo getting back from the airport today, and Dan started just yelling at his laptop, <laughs> and we didn't know what was going on. But you lost a jetpack in Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> I went. I went to the Nether, 
with 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 my jetpack because I wanted to get a broken spawner so that I could make a powered spawner with Endermen in it so I could harvest Ender pearls and like you know like like ratchet up my game a little bit. And I I, I started burrowing through a wall of netherrack and uh, was just blithely cockily like just ch- ch- chimneying along and and then I, I I got I got buried in lava and I lost my jetpack. And then I went and then I went back to my base. And uh, I tried to make another jetpack. I need uh, appliances to do that. And like, I forgot that I I was using a tier one industrial craft uh, metal former with a, a, it hooked up to a CESU, which is a tier two uh, power source. And it, oh. the metal former blew up. Dan, don't talk down to us. <laughs> so the CESU was a tier two power transformer, then. Yeah, I had to forgot to put a transformer upgrade into the okay. metal former. How many metal formers exploded before you figured that out? About th- three or four. Yeah. Jesus, and yeah. that is a lot of iron, if I'm not mistaken. That's okay because I have that iron exploit. Right, I, of course. I, have, uh, I can. I can. That's been our show. Thanks for coming, everybody. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So, so if that doesn't amaze you, this will. <laughs> Don't assume we weren't amazed by that. I kind of a cried. I did something wrong, like while I was like grabbing my laptop on the plane, and I, I cracked my thumbnail a little bit, like just a little like like chippy thing where it was like wherever you put your hand, it's gonna get snagged, you know, and that yeah. kind of thing. Nothing that big a deal, but it had to be taken care of. So while we were waiting for for you, because we had that whole double shuttle thing happening, and we were waiting by the door. It's like, well, I have fingernail clippers. It might be a little gross, but it's LAX. Who cares? Like, I'll I'll go over to the wait the garbage can. I'll be very discreet, and I'll just like clip a little bit. Some people are very, you know, I'm aware. You know, there's different people have different th- triggers. You know, it's like 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 for some people, the sight or sound of somebody clipping their fingernails is fucking like awful, disgusting for them. Like like other people, f- f- teeth scraping on a fork. You don't know. So I try. I went. I went. I went over to a garbage can away from everybody else, and I. I just very discreetly, I was like, it's just going to be one thumbnail. And I, and I, I, I clipped and it went shooting like a rocket. <laughs> ju- just missed someone's head like that was sitting. And I just like ignored it. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm amazed. What, what if I had pelted somebody with a fingernail? Like, like, that would like, be a like, bummer. That would be insane. Yeah. Like, what do you, how do you even get out of that? How do you even, what do you even say? Did you enjoy your Radiohead experience yesterday? <clears throat> yeah, it was good. I was, I just ate a lot of funnel cake and like peanut butter and chocolate and got a real bad heartburn, but Outside Lands was fun. We were walking around it. I mean, I didn't like watch Radiohead or anything. You could hear them playing it anyway. And it's like, it's not, it's not, it's not like they're going to be better live. It's Radiohead, not, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're not acoustic head. Like, like, they're not, they're not, they're not, they're, they're not the Pixies. They fucking, they have radios for heads. They're like, they're, they're, they're as they're, I understand it, they radio rock and radio roll. <clears throat> the devil wants your station broadcasting all night long. My black heart's got a woofer tweeter. Broadcast my song. I'm a radio head. Was this song sung by Starscream from the Decepticons? <laughs> On the way out to San Francisco, uh, you know, you go up to the kiosk right before the uh, x ray machines, and everybody's using the QR code things now. And uh, I go, boop, and it doesn't work. Everybody else goes through. The guy's like, it's real cranky, and he goes, uh, he goes, it's not working. It's not reading your thing. And I'm like, well, boop. 
you know, and it's not, it's not working. And then the guy's like, well, do you have a paper ticket? And I said, no. And he's like, well, that's weird. What? Yeah, that's so weird. So weird to not, because when we made the decision to maybe cut down a few less trees by putting, by using fucking coal electric plants to like get on the plane instead, like, you know, like, oh yeah, the, it would be weird to not do both. So it would be weird to not like cut down a tree, turn that into a ticket, and then also have like a power plant chug into your phone and then also use that. Yeah, real weird. <laughs> fucking dick why don't you just, just how about how about you stick to what's ISIS and what's not ISIS and I'll I'll tell you what's weird you fucking fake cop fucking weird 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 fake cop with a baggy ass uniform they're always all baggy and dirty they look like they're wearing cop pajamas fucking misshapen fucking cop rejects fucking crit just every 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 single one of them just either either at the bottom of their life or walking a razor thin line between fucking like you're never going on TSA pre again my friend <laughs> oh yeah TSA pre sure let's 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 get that vampire in our kitchen sure does anybody here have TSA pre? Does anybody subject themselves to that? I always wonder about that. Uh, great. I was you said, you said it's supposed to be great. Is that what you said? <laughs> yeah, I know it looks great, and they make it look great because they have a whole lane that they're not using, and they. What's that? It's not convenient. Are you? A, ask for a wheelchair. You could smuggle drugs if you got a wheelchair. I found the best way is to, to uh, get through security fast is be Seth Rogen. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think I've told on the show before where I broke my toe and I had a cane and I got right through everything. I, I, I just had a cane. I, I just had a broken pinky toe and I got right up in front. And the, I was behind a, like a, like a Iraq like veteran like who had like like been blown up like with you know b- b- below the knee on both legs. Like I was like, I, I, I just have a little boo-boo. <laughs> and yet they walk you right through. Uh, you. So you get you guys know what hyperplexia is? Oh yeah. <laughs> My fa- I, a girlfriend uh, had a friend at the show. She 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 uh, one of her gigs is uh, teaching autistic kids, and uh, she's talking about hyperplexia, which is like the opposite of dyslexia, I guess. Where it's where you can read really fast, especially in ch- like it's for like little kids in childhood, like like that read really fast, but you have low comprehension. You don't actually know what you're reading. And I always I I was like, oh yeah, I like I can read really well, but I can't. I have to read like I if I if I didn't know you weren't supposed to move your lips when you read, I would absolutely move my lips because that's how, only how fast I can understand anything because I have to like hear it in my head. But I can read. I could read like a page and just not have any retention. I wonder yeah. if I'm hyperplexic. Wouldn't that be cool? That would be amazing. Wouldn't that be cool, Jeff? If I was hyperplexic? So cool. <laughs> you'd be like you would be like the fonz of reading. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he because he, he loved rock and roll, but he'd hit the jukebox and it would just it yeah. would play or stop playing. I was like, he, he's he, too good. He called the toilet his office. Yeah. He doesn't fucking know. What a cool guy. What a cool guy. <laughs> Called the toilet his office. He was he was fifty five and like hung out with teenagers who were thirty eight. He was a fifty five year old Jewish guy who hung out with teenagers. It was, uh, it was four foot three. Just lived in lived in your attic and and just uh, and told everyone to sit on it all the time. <laughs> sit on what? 
it. Sit on his dick? Do you think what that, do you think that's what sit on it meant? Sit on sit on my dick? It's rape culture, man. It's fucked up. The fifties yeah. were fucked up. <laughs> In the seventies. <laughs> Gary Marshall just passed away. Why are we laughing? Stop it. Way to go, you fucking ghouls. So, I'm, I'm sure 75% of people have never seen an episode of Happy Days in their life. Yeah, but everybody knows about it, and that's, that, 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 that goes to uh, Gary Marshall's efficacy. He did uh, Mark Kamindi, uh, Laverne and Shirley. When do you think Happy Days jumped the shark? Uh, <laughs> I'll say it was two seasons before the shark episode. <laughs> That's <laughs> when they brought Mork on. When Mork was there, I met the guy that coined that phrase. Uh, he's uh, he's on Stern, right? The Stern, the Stern, one of the Stern Network shows or something. I don't yeah, know. that's what right. he says. Okay, Grandpa. <sighs> All right. Well, uh, seriously, that's it. That's all I got. That's nice. it. That, that's all the show we have. Well, we gave him a lot in San Francisco, and then we turned out we weren't recording. <laughs> That's what happened. I did a whole thing where I did a Michael Winslow meets Radiohead thing. Yeah, he. he I mean, oh, do it again. I just, I tried funny. to do so much again already. I I mean, yeah, it was like, it was a well. Uh, here's, here's here's my you did a concert full of can openers or right. can openers electric can openers went to a concert where Radiohead was playing. Well, I'm gonna there was a helicopter. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna tweak it. I'm gonna change it now that we're, we get to do it but again. Was, we get there was to a helicopter it. and Michael Winslow was flying the helicopter while having a leaf blower going. Right. So I'm, gonna, Morgan, so I'm gonna Morgan, tweak it so you don't have to recap Morgan it. Morgan Freeman showed up at some point. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say Michael Winslow is getting into a helicopter made of can openers. Okay? Okay. So he has to start each electric can opener to make the helicopter get going, and then he's going to use a leaf blower to attack Radiohead. Okay. Why? Jesus. <laughs> Does somebody actually say why? Yeah, I mean, he just blurted it out. Like, it's like, why? Well... Like I almost forgive him. Like it wasn't. He didn't even think about it. He's that. Was, I, 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 I have to forgive it because that's immersion. Like he's immersed. How high are the stakes? Yeah. He's like, why? 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 Oh, I, I actually know the answer, sir. Because Morgan Freeman shows up. That's why he's doing it. No, you're just confusing people. Like it's, you missed. don't have to recreate the dumb. Uh, what, okay. Yeah. Walk us through what you're gonna do now. Okay. So Michael Winslow is <laughs> a, is a, <laughs> either take your shirt off or don't take your shirt off. You can't just half take off a shirt. <laughs> Dan forgot he was taking his shirt off halfway through. I was just gonna, just gonna well, leave. I had more to say. But I was saying I can't. I have talk a weird halter top on for the rest of the show. <laughs> yeah. I... <laughs> Uh, just I just, I just, I just started washing everybody's car. Yeah, <laughs> just bringing hot wings to your to your seats. Uh, the uh, Michael Winslow is ge- is getting in his helicopter made of electric can openers. Okay. Um, the re- and to answer your question, sir, the answer is because Radiohead and Michael Winslow both operate in the field of phonics sound. Uh, and Radiohead Michael Winslow mistakenly feels is is abusing sound. 
um, because they're using electronics and things um, uh, and he's to. More, he's more analog. They're he's more, more analog, yeah. and it feels that sound that he's he's that both of them are locked in a flawed dichotomy. Um, <laughs> what happens is they learn to overcome their differences because there's a third, like truly evil force that they have to unite. But uh, no spoilers. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. But this is like we find Michael Winslow uh, going to his helicopter pad at Michael Winslow Manor. Uh, <clears throat> That's just he makes that sound. He's like, and then he goes up. I want to get on my helicopter made of can openers. Wait, hold on. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. Dan, we don't have to do this. If if, if you're not ready, this is called refusal of a call. This is refusal of a call. That's right. <laughs> Is it as right? What the fuck? <laughs> so the leaf blows in the wrong place. Everything. Everything. Everything is in its right place. Let's get back to things. Hey, whatever the lead singer of Radiohead's name is. It's me, your right-hand man, whatever my name is, the bass player. If we have a bass. Uh, What is it, Tyler? Uh... Are you should we shouldn't we go check to make sure Michael Winslow is truly taken out? <laughs> you saw the explosion. <laughs> that one wasn't a, f- a mouth noise one. <laughs> Sh- hubris, everything in its right place. In its right place. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. <laughs> ah, ah, oh, oh, leg wound. Oh, oh. Twig. <laughs> Stab. Ah! Second twig. Stab. Ah! Pocket microphone. Tiny jam box speaker. <laughs> ad hoc strange phonic based first aid technique (laughs) in which the two twigs pick up like a dowsing rod the sound of my healing 
but it's not going to feel good. There, stop the bleeding. Everything in its right place. Thank you, everybody. We're Radiohead. All right, good night. Man, Tyler, that was great. <laughs> Let's come back to the dressing room. Yeah, come on. Man, we fucking radio headed those motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Michael Winslow. <sighs> take it easy, man. Just take it easy. No. <clears throat> I think there's been a big misunderstanding, and if we all just remember that we both enjoy the nuances of sound. Two two knives. Shit, he made the sound of them bouncing off his head, so they did. Uh, just, just beat him up silently. I said silently, Steve. Sorry. What the fuck? Everybody, go outside under the deck. Look, it's a giant thing. I'm so exhausted. I'm not going to make anything up. This is. It's a giant thing. Work together. Yeah. See you next summer. Wait, kind of. The third act had third act didn't. It kind of it kind of rushed towards the end there. Yeah. But so so Radiohead uh, and Steve, uh, Michael Winslow learned to work together. Yeah, yeah. To, to, to defeat the giant thing. <laughs> yeah, by making fart sounds. Out yeah, yeah. They uh, farted on it. They died. I like that. I didn't know that Radiohead was run by Steven Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> There was Steve and Tyler. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. There are two keyboards in here. There's a song I want to play. There's a song I want to play. Everything in its right place. <coughs> Radiohead. I like no please okay no. <laughs> but what would it be like if Radiohead worked at your local produce se- 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 section uh, I think it will go a little something yesterday like I found someone sucking this lemon okay I just I just remembered there's some produce in their lyrics and I got excited <laughs> Um, okay, all right, all right. There's still no show. There's no show. That was a brief distraction, but... Uh, I, thought we had, I thought we had guests tonight. We don't have guests? <sighs> no, we were going to have some guests, and then they canceled. What? Uh, what? Yeah. You mean Steven Tyler couldn't make it tonight? <laughs> Morgan Freeman? <laughs> Morgan Freeman. He'd be great. <laughs> what mean, happened the, to them? I mean, we, can we, should we talk about... Well, the bad news is they canceled, but the good news is it was Andy Dick. <laughs> So. 
So yeah, we we dodged our own bullet out of our own gun. <laughs> Now, is Dino and Andy we're gonna Dino and Andy have a new podcast together, which sounds like a bad idea. <laughs> Probably is. And they were gonna join us. Yeah. I'm sad. What, what, what was their excuse tonight? Well, who I mean, the same thing that makes them fun to be around probably just makes it hard for them to schedule <laughs> i mean they're they're kind of an unpredictable and, combo and, and he's sober now though isn't he like he's, he's been like on the wagon for quite a while yeah he's been on the wagon many 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 times <laughs> he's very getting very good at being on the wagon yeah i don't know i'm not gonna i'm i'm, I'm not gonna i we, we 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 will talk to him about that when he comes you know yeah he's uh he's a good guy he's a great guy uh, and uh, he tried uh, to get in bed with me at the Disneyland Great Californian Hotel. <laughs> we were there doing an event for ABC, and he tried his hardest to get in bed with me. And like I, I was asleep, and he ordered everything on the room service menu. <laughs> everything he ordered, everything that was on the menu, he ordered it up there, and then just left. <laughs> Did he eat the food? No, he, he's, he's, he weighs as much as my shoe. He ordered a, 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 a thousand people's worth of food and then just ate like a bite of a cheeseburger and then just fucked right off after trying to physically assault me. Like he wanted to make love? He, yeah, yeah. Well. He was in my car one time and his son was in the back. And his son, was, I think, was not quite 21 yet. I think he was like 19 or 20. And we were going to a bar. So I've got Andy and his underage son in the back of my new Lexus. And Andy pulls out of his coat a, a Heineken the size of a keg. I, I must have told the story before on the show. No? I can't remember. Have I? No. He pulls one of those giant Heinekens out, the big ones, like, 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 like a Dave Klein Foster's, you know, kind of like a big-ass beer, and opens it up. And it explodes all over every every bit, my my face, every the windshield, every part of the interior of my car is covered in warm Heineken foam. <laughs> and we're it's it's nighttime. We're driving down Hollywood Boulevard, and he has got the he's got the door open, like the the door is fully open. As I'm driving down the street, and he's shouting the N word at full volume. <laughs> To everybody that we pass. Then we come to a stop around Hollywood and Vine, like maybe Argyle, somewhere around there. And guess guess who's about to cross the street? Black gentleman. I'm like, Andy, fucking don't. Don't. And I'm looking in the rearview mirror at, at his son, and, he, and the son's looking at me like, like we both have a look like we, we may have to kill him. He's we like might the, have to kill Andy before he does, but he does. He's like a crying baby uh, behind enemy lines in Vietnam. It is a... Shut that Andy dick up! Smother him! (laughs) (laughs) So, he opens the door and starts screaming the N-word at this middle-aged black gentleman who sees it as Andy Dick and just gets a big kick out of it. (laughs) My car is covered... my, my, My car now smells like a warm Heineken. And we get to this bar on Vine... And we get in there, and I was so bummed out. And Andy walks in. He has a broken finger, and if you asked him why, he doesn't know. 
He doesn't remember how he got it. He's got a broken index finger on his left hand. He sees a girl sitting with a cocktail, and he puts his index finger in her drink, like a brand new, clearly just a vodka on the rocks. Just sticks his finger into her drink, and then picks it up and walks off with it. And this girl's like, what the fuck? And I, I was like, and I'm like oh, what, what was that? Oh, vodka? She's like, yeah, it's a kettle of rocks. I just fucking got it. I was like, I'll get you a new drink. And she's like, who the fuck is this guy? I go, do you know who Andy Dick is? And she's like, no. I'm like, it's better that you don't. <laughs> And I turned to his son and said, I'm going to beat your father up tonight, and you're going to either help me or watch. <laughs> and he says, I will help you. <laughs> yeah, so maybe they'll be here next week. And... <laughs> uh, he is yeah. the best at being the worst. He makes, D- he makes Dino look like me. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they used to be a comedy team. A lot of people don't know that. They used to do like a two-man comedy act where right. Andy would hit Dino as hard as he could. <laughs> and then Dino would get a boner or something. I don't know. I don't know what the punchline was. I think, they like, they, I think they did like old um, like Abbott and Costello routines, but instead of like slapping, they'd actually, he'd really physically like smash him. Um, they, have a, they, well, they have a podcast coming to Feral Audio. Is why What's we it called? I d- Skull... Skull juice? Yuck. Gross. Skull juice. There's, well, l- listen at your own risk. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, who here Who here has a problem that needs to be solved? Y- y- young lady, the, your hand went up first. I think I see glasses. Uh, if you, would you want to come up and share your problem? All right. Okay. Who do we got? What's your name, Adam? Oh, Gabrielle, hello. Or is it a matter? I can't even... Is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I saw, I saw glasses and a ponytail. That's... We're, yeah, no. We're that's, in Los Angeles. That's accurate. So that's one of the problems. The... Is it? The gender dichotomy. Oh, okay. Is that, I, I know I can help with that. I have a surgeon's touch <laughs> with the gender politics. The trans community loves me. Uh, they trust me. It's true. I uh, said, they said that to me. <laughs> <They> said, <laughs> where, where are the meetings again? Uh, it's just like, it's, it's actually like behind Meltdown Comics. We just right. hang out. Um, if you need help with that logo too, I sure I take them. Um, well, so what's the, Ga- Ga- Gabrielle, uh, mm-hmm. what is the, uh, what, well, how can we help you? Uh, 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 I have uh, chronic pain throughout my the right side of my body. Uh, I don't know how you can help me. <laughs> from, well, an, from an injury or from... We, we can hit you very hard on the left side of your body. <laughs> <laughs> Create some that, balance. That makes sense, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it's just the... Uh, yeah, I've, I've been to like more doctors in the past two years than I have in like my entire life. So. Uh, how so, did it start? Uh, slowly, because with chronic pain, it's like you don't realize... You, you just think you're lazy and like need to work out more. So it's like... Eventually, did, 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 I'm sorry, I'm, I'm I'm ignorant about this. Did it come from an injury, or is it oh, no, just no. kind of came on all of a sudden? Uh, yeah, it kind of came on like all of a sudden, like when I was like, ew, like 20 or something. I started realizing like my body kind of sucks. Are, are you currently in pain right now? Yeah, it, it it hurts like like right here. It like it gets better. Like it 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 get it gets better and worse. Is it, what kind of pain is it? Like a throbbing pain or a shooting pain? Or it's, like a, a, it's almost like a numb, numb pain. And, uh, is it, it like nerve pain? Yeah, it's kind of like nerve pain. I it's, have the same thing. Do you have the same thing? Is it on one yeah. side? Yeah, it's on my yeah. right side. Do you know what it is? Yeah, I uh, 
Well, let's get you up get, here. Get, let's, let's, let's. I told you we could help you. We're, we're gonna build like a we're gonna build like a Voltron right now. <laughs> we're gonna well, as long as you guys are okay becoming one person that's 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 made of two left sides. We What's your name? I miss? think we have the solution. Uh, my name is Marina. Marina. Hello, Marina. Hi. Sorry, I kind of sucked you up here. Like oh, I didn't no, I didn't make is, sure that you would be okay coming up. I this is actually great because I I have some advice for you too. Oh, sweet. Um, you. I've got Lyme disease, and so I've had to have multiple surgeries on my joints because they've collapsed. And you've got a nice little Frankenstein uh, kind of scar here. I've had a uh, nerve pain all throughout the right side of my body for it. Been to doctors just like you, um, in and out of different pain clinics and stuff. But I finally found something that works. Right. And uh, whew, sorry, <laughs> it's a it's a it's a tough thing. So where whereabouts? You said it's right right about here. It, it, well, it's it kind of it kind of just like goes throughout my body, and so like it becomes hard to it, it kind of goes up into my shoulder. Like it starts like down around this area, comes up, goes into my shoulder, and then my neck hurts so much, it kind of like makes my head all foggy all the time, and so. Okay, yeah. I actually, I'm a massage therapist as well. I can like try something. Um, sure, uh, yeah. All right, sure, this is great. <laughs> I, didn't, uh, I didn't expect to come to Harmontown and get a, and get a massage. Yeah, sure. I don't know if I can drop the okay. mic. Is there a waiver that we have to sign? <laughs> we are not a we're not a medical clinic. This is all on her. Okay. Okay. You are you are surrendering your your uh, your your safety to her. Oh no! Why is my podcast getting interrupted? Shut up! Just shut up and listen to me tell you about MeUndies. Hey, what do you do the first thing in the morning? You wear your underwear. Why are you going to wear bad underwear? Wear good underwear. Why don't you wear some of these MeUndies underwear? They feel better. They're twice as soft as, as cotton uh, because they're made out of this thing called modal. You know, like, 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 and here's the thing. If you go to uh, uh, MeUndies.com slash Harmontown, you can get a 20% off discount on your first order. And here's the creepy, weird thing that I feel guilty telling you about. If you get your first pair of MeUndies and you don't like them, or if you say you don't like them, um, you you keep them. They don't want your shitty, dirty underwear back. So obviously, you they're telling you it's on us. MeUndies is made from modal, a fabric that's twice as soft as cotton. Let that sink in. That's twice as soft as whatever underwear you're wearing right now. This is an instant opportunity to upgrade your crotch comfort by 200%. By doing nothing. Uh, if you're somebody that's driven by surface value stuff, MeUndies comes in a variety of colors and styles and things, and they keep changing them. They keep coming out with new ones. It's like it's like be- belonging to like a kind of a wine of the month club. There's no commitment or anything. I'm just saying, you could just convert your underwear value system to a MeUndies based one, and you're gonna you're not gonna be sacrificing any sense of style or anything. Like they're 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 on top of that crap. All orders in the US and Canada ship for free. They guarantee 100% satisfaction. Do you know what that means? Those aren't just words. It means if you don't love your first pair, which you will, you can keep it for free. That's right, nobody wants your used underwear back 
and you can not pay for them if you truly lie and say you don't like them. No questions asked, nothing to lose. They're not going to send anybody and call you on your bullshit, which it will be, but fine. You're broke. It's a bad economy. The millennial generation was lied to. You were sold a false bill of goods, not by the Generation Xers that that, that raised you. We just tried to do right. Um, we had overbearing baby boomer parents who, who imposed themselves on every aspect of culture to the point where the only thing we could do to rebel was stick our hands in our pockets, look down at the floor and say, I don't care about anything. I'm literally not going to shower or change my clothes ever. And I'm going to kill myself when I'm 27. And if I don't and keep it legit like Cobain, then I'm going to turn 37. I'm going to have a fucking kid and I'm going to be their best friend and I'm going to ruin their mind. I'm never going to hit them. So they're not going to know what pain feels like. Their playgrounds are going to be made of marshmallows. They're going to be told that everyone's a winner and they're going to be a huge population explosion, second only to the baby boomers. So they're not going to have food or water or fresh air or money and then they're going to be told hey it doesn't matter how much you monitor each other's language there's a fascist running for president and you can't stop it there's nothing you can do no amount of hashtags will keep people from being racist you done fucked up you gotta care about your soul but hey That's all the more reason to care about something as shallow as your underwear comfort, because the world is going to end in your lifetime, guaranteed. It may be a water world thing where you have to grow gills. These underwear will work great in that environment. It could be a road warrior thing where you're like eating flesh and outfitting your car with a cow catcher made of baby skulls. These underwear will work great for that. Um, Or everything could just keep staying the same and we could slowly burn into an ember as the sun stops being mitigated by our ever-deprecating ozone layer. These underwear will be great for that too. No matter what apocalypse your millennial uh, generation uh, has been sold, um, you wear the underwear that makes you feel like you might live to see tomorrow. MeUndies. This is how underwear should be. We're always complaining about no jetpacks, no flying cars, no pills for breakfast. Uh, MeUndies is made from modal, a fabric that looks at cotton and says, so what? And when's the last time cotton's had that said to it? Cotton is bullshit. It's got a legacy of hatred and shame to it. It started as a really important textile that we had to use slave labor to harvest. Then, in the Industrial Revolution, we figured out how we didn't need slaves anymore, and we suddenly decided slavery was wrong. Look what happened. We are so fucking fucked. The only good thing about it is that we made a lot of new friends, geopolitically speaking. But I'm telling you, in the long run, cotton evil. Made from Hitler and the devil. Modal, no such legacy. We don't know what it is. It could be made from the spit of angels. It's probably just something like hydroponic soy that's just like a fruit of our new changing times. I bet if you looked into it, you'd find that modal probably uh, has less of a carbon footprint. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not, I'm not gonna uh, wait for you to look that up, and, and you're not going to. You have other shit to do. While you do it, treat your balls, anus, and crotch... <laughs> What we call the big three, um, right, by draping them in something twice as soft as cotton. MeUndies.com slash Harmontown. Go there right now for your free shipping, 20% discount, and 100% satisfaction guaranteed first pair of MeUndies. MeUndies. Underwear, you just got advertised. I thought I thought for sure it seemed like what she said. I think I might be able to help you. I was like, if she says Squarespace.com, yeah, we're gonna be rich. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, can, we, can we get the lights down a little bit lower right now? Gonna prepare your nerve damage with massage. Yeah, to the break of dawn. Yeah. Get off my lawn. Uh, Jeff's taking the, the, the leg that doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, deep tissue. Get inside. Get in Gabrielle's neck with your fingers. Marina. Yeah. Yo. Marina means house on the water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, the uninformed Spanish rapper. <laughs> <laughs> Marina means place where you keep a boat. Right now, she's going to help float into Gabriella's pain and win the game with her healing fingertips. Fucked your mama so hard. I brought feeling back to Gab's hips. Yeah. All the joints. Welcome Anoint. to Harmontown Nights. <laughs> <laughs> this shit got sexy as hell. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Weirdest nice experience. So, yeah, uh, Marina, Thank did you. you did you learn this stuff because you had pain, and then you went to the doctor, and they're like, I don't know, you figure it out. <laughs> Actually, uh, I uh, I did learn because of an injury. I was I used to run track, and uh, my uh, my friend uh, was teaching me how to do it, but he was like a foot taller than me. I was trying to run a hurdle, and I tore my hamstring, and the trainer uh, was there and. Uh, taped me up, and it was awesome, and she just worked on my legs with it. I was like, whoa, this is magical. Why don't I do this every single day? And uh, so I went to school for it, and it was awesome. You got really comfortable with your body because you got to be naked. And, uh, you know... <laughs> just when you show up for class? You work on each other. Do you work in Little Tokyo by any chance? No, 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 no. Actually, stopped. I'm I'm a writer now. I'm a feature writer for Cracked.com now. And uh, I do research, too. But, uh, you know, with all this stuff, I can't do massage so much anymore. But you said said that helped? Yeah, it does, yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. I have another another thing with this uh, chronic pain. It's actually kind of a a rant for me. DEA really pisses me off. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's a uh, there's a nice thing though. Um, I'm not on any you know not on nearly so many painkillers as I used to be because I discovered something really awesome. Got super into uh, you know a lot of alternative medicine is bullshit, but uh, there's actually a really good uh, thing called kratom. I don't know if any of you guys have heard of it. It's from you know, Thailand, Malaysia, that area. I've been making this tincture out of it, and it's totally worked. I have some with me, if you would like to try it at some point. <laughs> and this is related to your, your trouble with the DEA, right? 
What, what, what is well, no, what, a, Can you tell us more what kratom is? Sure. Is it a plant? It is a plant. It's a plant. Isn't that what spice yeah. is made out of? Oh no, God. no. Um, at least not to, I mean, not, not to my knowledge. Uh, if it is, it's pro- spice would be probably pretty expensive. But uh, it's a funny thing. Um, there used to be, a, there probably still is, a humongous opium problem in Thailand, I believe it was. It was uh, just one, you know, one of those countries over there. <laughs> Somewhere around the Golden Triangle. Uh, and One of those the, flyover countries. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, places that you just don't go. But uh, So the government was actually providing a lot of this opium, and they were discovering that people were chewing the leaves of the kratom tree that grew just everywhere, and they were not addicted to opium anymore because it actually works to get you off of it. So they made it illegal, and also started chopping down all the trees <laughs> so that they could, you know, get people hooked on opium again. And it's currently illegal there. It's illegal, I believe, in Canada. It's illegal in the UK. But illegal, still, you're saying? Yeah, illegal, but it's legal here. It's Although, called Kratom? Yep, K-R-A-T-O-M. People are still kind of... Sounds like a He-Man villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the... So the DEA has been looking at it and like, oh, people are getting high on this. They're actually enjoying themselves. We gotta, we gotta get rid of this. You know, this, this is not gonna bode well. You, you get high on it, but it also gets you off of opium. It gets you, yeah. It absolutely works for any kind of. If you're not problems. on opium, do you think it might get you on it a little bit? Is it maybe a gateway? I don't know. You also, know, never... my other question is: Are you holding right now? No, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't. Never had opium. Where can a guy get some kratom in this town? Is my question. <laughs> I, I get it online. Uh, just oh. powder stuff, and then I make it. You can and... also go to kratom barrel, right? Is a... <laughs> I don't know. Adam Goldberg isn't here anymore. I thought, I, thought I'd create him barrel. Thought I'd do what, what what he'd shout out. Now, Gabrielle, back to you. Uh, uh, you, you. Is there anything like that goes beyond the, just, just your your chronic pain? Like, what what else is going on with? You? Uh, 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 I don't know. Just um, uh, my existential pain. <laughs> my of 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 just no, just just like. No, I don't. You have a great ponytail. This this, part, this ponytail is, is rocking. It is it's a wonderful great. ponytail. Yeah, and you and you do. We kind of skipped over it. You you identify as female. That's you. Yeah, you, yeah. you you want to be referred to as she, her. Yes, yes. Mom. No, I'm kidding. No. <laughs> hey, I'll, I'll call you mom if you want. I, no, 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 no. Uh, I was I was I was saying it as if my mom was listening, like. Oh, 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 you're sorry. Call me a girl. Is this, like, is this a uh, awkward way for your mom to find out, maybe? <laughs> does your mom listen like, to Harmontown? No, no. no. <laughs> does, does mom does mom know or not? Not know? Yeah, no. I, t- I told them. I told them through text. Right, yeah. I told them through a, a long, a long. What text. what what emoji went along with that one? <laughs> uh, uh, and like like the non like smoking sign, but also like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Is that in the that in the egg? Like the eggplant? Yeah, yeah I, I guess so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, all right. So, where do we go from here? <laughs> kratom. I still. Okay. So it's still. You can still get it in the United States, yes, like through like websites and stuff. Yeah, and yeah. it's like a so currently currently still legal, soon to be illegal. Maybe uh, we've uh, sure sort of opiate fighter, a bottlenose dolphin to the to to <laughs> opium's uh, shark. 
Yep. Uh, you a Michael Winslow to Opium's Radiohead. Right. In that they yes. should learn to get along before Gamera shows up. Yeah, it gets you out of the. It'll get you out of the pain clinics. It's pretty fantastic. You can make it at home very easily. I've just, you know, if you just happen to have like a hundred ninety proof corn liquor hang, you know, laying around, then you're, then that's all you need. Some mason jars, you're good. But uh, it's changed my life completely. <laughs> so have, like, tell us more about your your run-ins with the DEA again. <laughs> Because what you're talking I've about never, sounds highly never, illegal. Uh, oh no, I've never had any run-ins with the DEA. Because <laughs> I'm not. Well, yeah, might now, but uh, no, I just. Um, you know, Gabrielle's mom works for the DEA. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a sting. <laughs> uh, Marina, you're wearing a Wonder Woman shirt. Did you? Are are you a longtime fan of Wonder Woman as a as a myth, or are you? A re, uh, have you been recently converted by the uh, Superman <laughs> Batman movie, or did you just like the way the shirt you know looked? Or I love. I'm a I'm a comic book nerd big time for games comics yeah thank you uh, are you looking love forward Wonder to Woman. the new movie I am it's I, about goddamn time I have a bet with my friend I bet on Suicide Squad um, I bet that it would be over seventy percent on Rotten Tomatoes um, with my friend <laughs> yeah. we, we we bet on a pizza so but but he said we could double or nothing on Wonder Woman so I'm hoping I get two pizzas what's awesome. what's your side of the bet on Wonder Woman. Uh, I guess seventy. Good. Same same yeah. thing. Oh, okay. Seventy percent. I'm betting on mediocrity. What's the <laughs> what's the what's the team working on Wonder Woman? Who's the director? Uh, Patty Jenkins. She did she did Rollerball. Roller. Well, no, no, no. Monster Ball. <laughs> Monster, <laughs> no. Monster Ball. Monster <laughs> Roller Monster Ball. I don't. I don't okay. That Halle Berry. It's a, it's a thing. I was reading an article now. Uh, I guess it's a it's no accident that the the thing now is to take like. You know, they're not getting, like, the big, gigantic, like, rock star names, which are probably almost as hit and miss, really, as anybody else in these giant, what they call tentpole movies. Uh, so they're, because they're so expensive and they come with the the ability to go, no, I'm, I need five years and I need you to get out of my face. And so they're, they're working with first timers a lot. Like, they're, like, really, like, like, green directors and they're having just as much success as failure really it's as as it, so uh yeah that's i don't know i thought that was interesting i was like oh i didn't know this was like part of a big like sea change but that's that's what it is, is there, there... i think dc just like tried to catch up really fast with marvel like they failed at uh batman versus superman and the tone that they wanted so so immediate with with suicide squad they were like well, let's make uh uh, Guardians of the Galaxy right. 2.5. Well, yeah, they obviously, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, nothing opened our eyes to the, the, the importance of the rating, like Deadpool. I mean, that's like, that's such an easy thing to talk about now is to just go, look, I, it, like, let's just, is it going to be rated R or not? Because if you're going to, if you're, are you, is, if, if the word edgy is going to be in the, in the, in the menu and, and it's not going to be rated R, then you, you might as well embrace the non edge, you know? I think, yeah, uh, absolutely. What, what was, uh, what was the second, what was the Heath Ledger Batman movie? Was that PG 13? Uh, yeah. yeah. PG 13. So they, 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 they managed it. I guess the key is you have to be violent and not sexual. <laughs> like exactly. you just have to like we murder are so people. so terrified of boobs. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but, yeah, I uh, don't want to spoil anything for anybody about Suicide Squad, but uh, who who here has seen it so far? It's got some. <laughs> I love the I love that tone. That's a good assholes. one. Yeah. <laughs> so look, it looked just from the trailer like I I I'm speaking way out of school here because I was never like oh, I was yeah, never on board with you the whole. You predicted what the whole movie was about. 
Oh, I did. I did ran down the. That like, was fun. Yeah, but, it was but, a fun car ride to work. And I did. <laughs> and I did see in an article. I saw a spoiler that said I was right about the. Yeah. The, yeah of course, yeah. it's yeah. I don't know. Um, uh, but 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 I thought it was interesting. Like like Har- Harley Quinn. Like I mean, am I? I, is, I, the, I understand the political climate. Like calls for a uh, a more uh, actualized Harley Quinn, like an autonomous like Harley Quinn with agency. But at the same time, what? How? How? How much can you make her appropriate before she stops being Harley Quinn? Like I, I, I when I was watching the trailer, I was like, I was like, well, I thought, I thought, I thought she was a guilty pleasure character. I thought, I thought she was sort of like, <laughs> like put another female character in a Suicide Who feels Squad guilty movie about Harley Quinn's pleasure. What'd you say? Do you feel guilty about? Uh- well, sure I do. If I'm if I'm if I'm enjoying her, like, and the, really the only place I've consumed her is Batman, the Arkham video games. Like, like, like that's right. that's where I that's awesome. where my relationship with Harley Quinn happens. And she she comes she comes on screen, and then and, and I go like, okay, I get it. <laughs> I understand. And as I like, it's it's so over the top that it's like I would say you could you could this would be this is fine as long as you put a bunch of post post posts on the front of whatever this is. Like it's post 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 feminist or whatever. Like it's like. Because she's like the archetype of like the you know she is really supportive as a girlfriend <laughs> to oh, the yeah. point of absolute self destruction. I it's, mean, she has yeah. no identity of her own, and so. But then we've got so then we're making her. She almost looks like she's the protagonist of Suicide Squad. Actually, the, interestingly, the protagonist of Suicide Squad is Will Smith, who is really kind of playing himself more than Deadshot. Um, he's this family man who, weirdly enough spends most of the movie without his mask even though in the comics he's got right. the mask on the entire time and the thing is the uh, Suicide Squad I don't think this will spoil too much but uh, it's Uh-oh. got some troubling messages in it because the ultimate moral of the of the story in the end kind of suggests that it's totally okay to uh, that a good guy is okay with his daughter doing trigonometry by talking about shooting people from buildings, it's like, oh well, let me uh, let me find the um, hypotenuse here. That's, that's the ultimate moral. <laughs> yeah, that's the that is what they're talking about because uh, he's this family Wait, man this, and is this character. So when when because Deadshot is he's uh, his whole character is he's good at shooting, right? Yeah. So but but wait, like in the movie, is he like doing math? Is it like a beautiful mind in the background? Like, <laughs> no, I wish. <laughs> no, he's it's oh man. Does he have like a little baby shot daughter? Is that what you're, is it like 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 That's is he like like like? No, it sounds like it's not. It sounds like he's you said a, he's a family he's man. Little, he's got a little girl, and uh, she she. Oh, I almost spoiled something, but uh, oh, she's yeah. involved oh. with something. But yeah, no, no. But at the end of it, you know, he's doing math with her, and uh, he says at one point in the movie, you know, I just don't want my daughter to think I'm. Uh, I just want to do something so my daughter doesn't think I'm a piece of shit, even though I murder people for money. <laughs> Yeah, he's a super just, villain. Yeah. <laughs> but he doesn't and want to look like a piece of tone. shit. Yeah. <laughs> well, it, yeah. yeah. The tone kind of switches off throughout the whole movie because if it would stay consistent, that would have been cool. You know, but instead it kind of tries to make you feel good about that. Right. That he gets with his daughter and that she starts embracing the part of him that is a murderer. Uh, you know... They try to give you the sort oh, of fuzzies right. about that. That's like that's like at the end of the Steve Jobs thing where she's like, I guess iPods are kind of cool, <laughs> except it's like assassination. <laughs> yes. 
Marina, exactly. Marina, I've got this pain in my neck right now. <laughs> I can fix it. <laughs> I guess the I thing like that the the, the the trailer promised, the you know, is that oh, the government's like, hey, you know, much similar to the the, to the Marvel X Men universe. It's like, oh, what, what? How can we trust all these people? Like, like, like they're flying around and they're doing whatever they want. Well, what if Superman goes crazy one day? And, and I don't know how that gets you to. What about the villains? Uh, what, yeah. But what uh, if Superman wants to kill the president? Let's put bombs on all the super villains' house that. and hide them in the White House. What I would it's understand the is like, they would go like, "Well, super. What if you ask Superman to kill ISIS and he won't do it because that's wrong? You know, like that he just wants to arrest them. Like, 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 like I don't know, I'm not kidding. Like, 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 what shouldn't it just be like the Pentagon going like, "Well, Batman doesn't follow orders and Superman." such a boy scout like 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 how about some of these people that those guys don't get along what, with so what well? superhero dan would you hire if you were the president to kill isis or, or take care of isis like, what, what, what do you mean? well i'd go i'd go to superman first I, yeah. I, for everything I, whether it's opening a bottle or killing isis I, are you willing to do this i know he wouldn't lie I, well, let, let's say superman and batman pass who do you right. who, who do you go to next uh uh Howard the Duck? Howard the Duck. <laughs> oh, shit. Howard the Duck. What? <laughs> the DC Universe? I don't know. I mean, you know, it'd be nice to give Aquaman a try. It's like, yeah. Just, just feel bad <laughs> for him. As I long as Isis is near the Gulf. Yeah, yeah. I was going yeah. <laughs> mean, to go to a landlocked area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, if, we, if we can get them near the the, the Euphrates River, <laughs> well, I would I go I would go to Wonder Woman because she's a woman, and uh, you know yeah. I would go like, look, I Google them <laughs> and and have at it, <laughs> uh, you know, do whatever you want, keep whatever you you, you keep, and see a, see a, see you in November. <laughs> what happens in November? Election, elections. Okay. <laughs> I guess this is. A, I guess I assumed I was a president running for oh, oh, I got oh, re-president. Okay. Yeah, is that what they call it? So is this re-election for you or the very? Yeah, first? I guess I I, you're the incumbent president trying to get re-election. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You asked me, what are, who am I killing ISIS with? I don't know. It was a tough question. I was surprised by it. I don't know. I think Wonder Woman is a pretty great answer. Yeah. Actually. Well, you, so you're wearing the shirt. Get into it. Yeah, yeah. I kind of biased, yeah. I guess. But she's a. Yeah, she's Gabrielle, a who, who, who do you think? What super uh, villain or team is, is best equipped to kill ISIS? Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I, I didn't really know we had. If we had like two or three just straight up Godzillas, right. just send them in there. I heard a really funny thing about you know the 2000 Godzilla movie, the uh, the one that's like Matthew Broderick. Mm-hmm. Apparently, in yeah, <laughs> yeah. Apparently I did not expect was, that response. Out of that. There's like a a, a a sequel because they they have all the Japanese, they, so they just keep on making Godzilla movies. And in that movie, they said that. That Godzilla in Godzilla, Matthew Broderick, wasn't a real Godzilla. It was like Americans just assumed it was Godzilla because it was a, a big lizard. And so they just kill it on screen and they're just like, that wasn't a real Godzilla. We just, oh, shit. So they can do that with Superman too. Because everyone hates this one. So. Oh, yeah, well, sure. I mean, I never understand how those movies are connected. I, I, like, like Marvel's doing a little better job of, uh, yeah. of, of, of making sure you get the, the you know, <laughs> This is a larger story. I don't know the DC. This seems like they're they're kind of 
I, I, I'm not. I'm not rooting for either over the other. Yeah. Just keep making comic book Do movies you you uh, get... rather than uh, you know historical period pieces. I... Ga- Gabriella, if, if 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 you hire Godzilla to go in and and take care of uh, ISIS, can you can you give Godzilla instructions or does he just kind of do his own <laughs> shit? Like, how how do you give him operational like? I don't know. Does Godzilla like have a favorite food? You just like put it. You just Tokyo. put it near ISIS and I think electricity. In the uh, uh, play the song. Yeah. In the latest Godzilla movie, he's got this weird interspecies bromance with that one soldier. Uh, Whoever yeah. saw the uh, the latest the latest man one. Yeah. <laughs> Joe, and then, Joe Joe American. Yes. So get that guy. And uh, make sure you bring uh, Ken Watanabe, you know, so he can go, you know, just... Because he has this weird mind link with Godzilla as well. Right. In there also, King Kong, it occurs to me, like, at least, like, uh, the original movie King Kong and then also the 80s uh, Jeff Bridges uh, one... Um, I, he's like really into women, like like, <laughs> like 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 too, like like so he probably would. I think you could turn him loose on the Middle East as well, like like if you had an enemy. But I don't. I think there'd be a lot of collateral damage. I just don't know. You know, wasn't, wasn't there a comic that? Oh yeah, it was like a Frank Miller comic where it was originally like Batman kills the Al Qaeda or something. Oh yeah, yeah, it was a real thing, right? Yeah, he beat us to it. How do he do it? Uh, I don't know. We I should just do that. He probably but just. I think he knows. I have a question. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was wrong. I mean, we, I, I don't have a show, so you may as well ask it. Yeah. What is, uh, what is the the worst job that you would tolerate doing? The worst job that I would tolerate doing. Yes. Dan specifically. Like you're asking the, me. The whole uh, panel. D- Dan, oh, okay. the, this is uh, Doug Philburn from the uh, Washington Post. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> his question is, what's the worst job you would tolerate? Sir? That's a really interesting question, because it, what's the worst job you would tolerate doing? So first you have to ask yourself, what's the worst job? Is it the worst? Like, yeah, the, the, the one like, that you got to, like, you, look, I'm pulling in a paycheck, but this is the, this is the like, the... This is the lowest I'll go. Yeah, well, I kind of guess. I, but then, yeah, the word tolerate kind of needs to be explored there. Like, 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 well, yeah, but does that mean, let's, like... Let's say you're broke. I'll, I'll put some parameters on this. You're, you're broke. This is a $15 right now. No, let's say minimum wage. A minimum wage job, minimum wage jobs, all you can have. Right. And what's, what's the worst thing that you would say, okay, I'll get up every morning and do this thing? And... Right below that is a job. Fuck it, I won't do it. Well, but I won't do it. Meaning what? I'd rather die. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You, you'd rather go hungry, like and and just die, yeah. or or turn to crime. Oh yeah, I mean, or is, is, is crime a job? You know, like 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 because it, if if it's like oh either you can eat shit for four dollars an hour, you can eat oh. human shit. Like, well, no, give me your wallet. Like, like, <laughs> whoa, you're, what are you, some kind of criminal? Yeah, it pays more. <laughs> well, yeah, but crime never pays. Well, it pays more than eating shit. Like, and, and, and it, and like, you can't beat the hours. Like, like, I'm out of here. Like, like, I don't, I, I would never want to be a criminal, but I don't want to eat the shit. And like, so I don't know. I, I'm just trying to, I, I, I want to just, I want to be able to answer the question like dutifully, you know, like I, the, I mean, I, 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 I was a dishwasher and I was awful at it, but I, I kept trying to be good at it. And I, I, I like, I don't know. I mean, I, it was pretty, it was, uh, I, I just, I, I, if I was good at it, if I thought I could have gotten good at it, I, 
I think I could have kept doing it because it would be like, oh, but, but, but I'm, I know there's worse jobs because like Jay Johnston like used to, <laughs> he worked at a fucking shit plant. What? He worked at the place where they clean shit and Schraub worked at a place in Mayville where he, he scrubbed the rims of tanks where they keep the shit. <laughs> like, 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 I've not, I kind of think I could. Why does I, that need to be scrubbed? I, 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 <laughs> I guess if you think about it, it's like, well, why does it need to be in a tank? And the answer is because it's got to be boundaries, you know? Like, so I guess it's like, so I know it's, it's just simultaneously ridiculous, but then it's like, well, you know, it's like, like, hey, it's a tank full of shit, so why should the rim be clean? And then you'd be like, well, why should the outside be clean? Why should the place where the tank is be clean? Why should the city be clean, I guess? I, I'm just trying to get inside right, their heads. Dan, I, I'll ask you this. I'll tell you what, if I, was, if I was in charge of civilization, the minute we got to the point where we needed to build a shit tank i'd be like we gotta we gotta break up let's go our separate ways let's stick to tribes of a hundred people we found a good yardstick it's like like uh, for me it was like like because you can't remember more than a hundred people's names there was something there was somebody just asked me a a, a question about that oh there was that well they were like somebody somebody asked me um because i was we were in san francisco and before that we were in montreal so i've i've been experiencing a lot of like People recognizing me, coming up to me and saying, thank you. Uh, you helped me through a lot. Or like, can I get a picture with you? Just like people, just like attention that you don't, you don't normally get uh, in, in the course of your day-to-day life. And somebody said, how, how, how do you, what do you, what do you think about that? What is that? Do you get bored with that? Do you not like that? And I was like, I think it's kind of like, I think it's like vitamin C. I think it's something that, that everyone else gets like, like zero of. I think, I think, I think, I think you're supposed to get it like, like, Ten times a day. That's not. I'm not using vitamin C as an analogy anymore. Um, I, I, I think, and I think that if you lived in like a tribe of like a hundred people, I think that every single person equally, whether you were the guy that made the shoes or the the person that made the roofs or the the I was I'm like gender, gender, gender. Um, uh, the, the 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 woman that made the big pipes the, the, with the, the welding, um, or the guy that cut all the hair. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I fucking I live in a fucking like beam of light. Um, <laughs> Um, but if you if you're if you're the if you're uh, like like that everybody would f- would would get that kind of like 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 everybody would walk would know each other's name and everybody would be like they wouldn't say hey can I take a selfie with you but it would be like, the same energy I acknowledge I acknowledge you. what you do thank you Glenn for like like those shoes you made my kids they fit good today or whatever or oh boy those roofs those roofs held up great last night under the rain and etc everybody would everybody would have that feeling several times a day and the only people that actually get it are like Brad Pitt and like 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 Donald Trump and like like and it's 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 like 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 oh look there he is 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 a thing that you should actually like get a dose of and, and so we should have like a, a it's like communism but for for empathy yeah. or, like or, social like popularity <laughs> popular commun I just think we're not meant biologically to live 300 million to a TP like like like, like I, I don't I just I know I, I think our bodies are are still are still they our muscle cells and our nerve cells and our brain cells are still think that we're a chimp that mm-hmm. recently learned to talk and swing <laughs> sticks around. That's actually true. I read um, that according to certain studies, your brain can only, or rather the different primates, uh, the different sizes of brains can only rep- you know, hold a certain number of other primates and uh, recognize them as the same species. So 
The number for hours is about 165 people. Which is the exact so, size of a multicam yeah. sitcom's audience. <laughs> exactly. I, I, that, that is why we play that sound over and over yep. again. You watch Big Bang Theory and you're like, oh, I'm being comforted. I hear my tribe laughing yep. with me. We don't play the sound of six million people laughing. No. Well, well, the well, because then we go like, yeah. wait, it's the ghost of the Holocaust. Why did I pick that number? Yeah. I could have picked any number. And anyone outside, anyone outside of that number of 165 people is literally not human right. to you. Dan, would you rather, if you had the choice, uh, study job, cleaning out the poop tank, like the guy that gets down there with the hip waders on and cl- like scrubbing out the poop tank, or life of crime, do whatever you want. Like you, you had to actually figure out your own way to like be a burglar or a pickpocket or a safe cracker or whatever. What would you pick? Safe poop job or if I, free? If I, I, I literally, I literally have to choose between poop, 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 poop tank and that. Poop and, tank and, 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 and your own find your own adventure crime. Well, you, like, you have to get up in the morning. And go, oh shit! Do I do I am I a, am I a, a burglar? Do I do I right. carjack I people? I have, to, like I have an, to do something illegal. Yeah, this, this is like a super villain like origin story. <laughs> Kind of. He was yeah. working in the poop, and then one day <laughs> he was given a he choice. He couldn't take any more. Would you rather wake up and go, "Shit, you know, like I, I don't want to go commit crimes every day and risk going to jail or risk, right. you know, like or hurt other people or steal their property? I, I, I will, I will do the poop job. Or, or, or do you I, think yeah. you could be a good bank robber? Well, I don't. No, I don't think I'd be a good bank robber. Huh? Let's say twenty dollars. Well, that's. I mean, that's like. like, Yeah, I have questions about like standard of living because, like, because because if because there's people in the if if I it's a good union job. If I scrub that poop tank. Yeah. From from eight a.m. to eight p.m. The union you would only be doing a probably eight hour day. If I scrub that poop tank like 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 dutifully, do my job, show up, then clock dutifully. You ask me these questions and then you just you're shrabbing me, man. Solid. <laughs> the shrabby bro. If I do that and then I come home and I can support a partner, yes. offspring. I mean, this yeah. that's that's where everything uh, comes into play. A, a, a livable wage at the poop tank. Well, but does that really mean it's just livable wage? Because we I mean, it's we not change the goalpost not, on a you, generation. You're not going to be living high on the hog. You're, you're going to be making poop tank money. I, <laughs> But I, I can have a Christmas where my kids don't cry because maybe they got they got they got the Optimus Prime instead of the Bumblebee. On, I think it, I think it depends on how much poop comes in that year. I mean, I think I think it's it's open just, to and, the, and then there's the vicissitudes of, of poop economy. There's the question of upward mobility and retirement. I mean, yeah. do, 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 am I guaranteed to be able to clean that poop tank for thirty years, I, or am I a sucker union. if I do it for twenty and then they tell me they oh we invented I'm a poop talking, cleaning robot. I'm you're, talking you're fucked. a steady a steady union wage poop tank job. That you're never going to be rich, but you will always put bread on the table. I would, I would, I would, I, th- I would be very. I think I would take that if that. But but that, I mean, that is making a lot of assumptions about like. Yeah, I would, I would, I would, I would, tr- would want to try that if that really, if I really was had a had a guarantee of like you. I can just do this every day, and there's a certain amount of years I can do it where I get the pocket watch and the pension and blah blah blah. Yeah. But by the way, that's a myth now. That's the problem. That's what people are waking up to is that you can't you can't do that anymore. Which so I have to emphasize that that, that that's actually kind of a weird blue sky universe where you could do that. That's like some Lego world where you're like I'm a poop cleaning guy and I I get to do that. That's the problem is that then Flint, Michigan goes like No fuck you, you don't make cars anymore. And like 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 and people are like What do you mean? Always, I, I was a we're always going to have to clean poop tanks. The poops 
Like that's always going to happen. We were having two different conversations here. Because because the reality is, like, if if there, there's like the blue sky with all these like like trigon, trigonometric like uh, uh uh sort of like 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 everything being equal, just so we can focus on the thing I would choose. But then there's if we were just living in reality, how I understand this country to 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 operate and and how things are going. I, I would I would choose the crime job because I know that the poop tank job is going to be very much very similar to living in prison like 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 where I am only just working to stay out of trouble and I'm only getting enough money to to stay in debt and and that and that, and that I'm not going to be able to support my kids eventually something's there's going to be curveballs thrown and I'm going to be told to go fuck myself like I knowing that that's going to happen because we've dropped those like there's no guarantees and I'm not saying like I'm not being Michael Moore and saying like we owe it to the workforce to I I not necessarily I'm just saying like 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 knowing as a subjective person that that I don't think I think the myth of retirement and the myth of that the the that 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 job is over. I would I would I would go. I'm a smart guy. I could probably figure out how to steal shit from people that deserve to have shit stolen from them. And like and like I'll once once I get caught and go to jail, it'll be a lot like cleaning shit tanks. Isn't that, I feel like that's like most criminals, right? No no criminals like I wanna I want I wanna do this because it's a bad thing. Right. They they they're, they do it. They don't want to like, be a sucker. Yeah. They yeah. want to like. Welcome to the podcast, sense. sympathetic criminals. <laughs> I mean, but I don't. I, but I also think there's a lot of like terrible people, sociopaths that go like, well, I mean, yeah. I think, I think, I think we're severely lacking too in our national psyche in terms of like, you know, we don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a syndrome. It's the whole thing. Like there is no, there is no signal of this is what integrity is sent down from the top. There's no. It starts with the you look up above you and you see people are greedy and horrible and they get away with whatever the fuck they want and then and they don't they don't they don't they don't share their profits and they don't they don't they don't make any promises that they can keep and and so you go like i don't want it doesn't start with like i'm so mad and i'm gonna get mine it starts with i don't want to be a sucker i don't want to like do this for 15 years and then get fucked over like so you go somebody goes like hey i I could, I could, you know, if you take this off the top, you can sell it, and like your your family can get a thing. Like I, I'm basing this all on movies. I don't know what the actual, <laughs> but but also just a kind of common sense. I think that's uh, Spencer. Have you ever, ever, ever stolen anything? Oh, all the time. <laughs> I never stop. <laughs> For real, you hear about that? Did uh, you ever shoplift? Shine Jane glass. Oh yeah, that was you. <laughs> that was you all along. Oh yeah. You you, you never shoplifted or. Boosted anything in your life? I mean, I don't know. I think I've taken a couple candy bars. As far as people I talk to in general, people have shoplifted a lot more than I have. Uh, because it's like a weird thing. They say you do it until you get caught, but I've only done it like five times. <laughs> I, did, I did it until my mom caught me. I was like, do you know what you're doing? And I was like, well, yeah, I'm taking candy. Like yeah, they're not, They it. have so much of it. And she was like, <laughs> if everyone took candy, there wouldn't be candy. They'd have to raise the prices of the candy and all that. Yeah, and I was like, oh, I didn't. I never got like shamed for it. I got oh, caught, God, like, I did. I got caught like with, with like, I think it was like $1,000 of, of, of sunglasses. But it was like, it, it, was that, it, it was that phase. It was like that phase in high school where like, where I just had like, yeah. <laughs> and it wasn't even like sunglasses I wanted. It was an open, I was with my friends and it was an open thing. And we were just like, oh, we, this is, we have this power. Right. And it's like, for the first time in your life, you have access to uh, uh, like, Social capital, right? And and it's it it feels like you you figured out a secret path. And so, yeah. so you took them. 
Yeah, and then I got caught. Oh, <laughs> no. They, oh, yeah. they bring you to the back room. Well, a thousand dollars—that's grand theft. Like you, you I know. Yeah, I gotta, were you over eighteen or I under eighteen? I, I like, I like, cried a lot, and and they let. They, were you they over never, or under eighteen years old? Uh, under, I think I was under. Yeah, because like, no, 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 I was. I think I'm over. Yeah, you can do time for that shit, man. Yeah, yeah that was lucky. Uh, I got, uh, I, I got caught stealing when I was five. Um, I, <laughs> I didn't trust you, man. When I was five, they were, I was supposed to pick up two keys of, of, of Kratom <laughs> at the loading docks. Motherfuckers stepped on it. I took a toot. I knew what was going on. Yeah. I had to jack them. <laughs> Marina style. That's right. So there was there was massage involved because I felt bad for him afterwards. <laughs> Wait, well, there, uh, there was a massage based crime that was. Yeah, yeah, she can kill you with real. massage. You, if you, you she, if she can heal pain, she can cause it. She's like a cleric. I can make you feel. Like, yes, there you go. Yeah, totally. Like Spock. Yes. Yeah. I approve of that joke. <laughs> Spencer approved. I had taken a teddy bear to the grocery store um, and stole a five-pound bag of jelly beans. Because I was very ambitious and uh, also economic. I what if the teddy bear never came back into the story? <laughs> you said you took a teddy bear to it the was, grocery store. It was store my and... teddy bear. I took right. it and I hid the bag behind uh, behind the bear okay. against my chest and I made it. I got out and went home and uh, went into. The, I had this uh, Sesame Street tent in my bedroom, and I right. but I just had no patience. So I opened the bag and started eating them. And I didn't realize this, but I left like a trail of jelly beans <laughs> leading to the tent. Why? So my uh, my parents found me, and uh, they told they made me go back to the store after giving me a long lecture about how I had tarnished the family name. Oh shit! <laughs> and uh, <laughs> just dragged it through the mud. And we lived in a very small. I, I grew up in a fishing village. And so everybody knew everybody. So that's why your name is why your name is Marina. She she is Wonder Woman. (laughs) (laughs) So um, so yeah, I had to apologize uh, for that. And uh, my parents had weird ways of teaching me uh, moral lessons when I was about the same age. I we we went to New York and I saw um, a, a little person for the first time in my life. I didn't think he was real. I thought he was a puppet that somebody had just ingeniously designed to walk on its own. So I just was just... He had a little suit and a little briefcase. (laughs) (laughs) And so I was just marveling over this mechanical man. (laughs) To to my brother, just, you know, making Mm. a scene. And uh, my mom made me uh, get up off the uh, subway seat and offer my seat to him even though he already had a seat of his own <laughs> yeah. yeah but take take hers yeah. Yeah. all the more delicious for your tiny buttocks these are these are padded with revenge yes. we, we have a family name to protect you <laughs> what is your family's name <laughs> we can't drag the, the name of McGillicuddy through this sort of film uh, it, was, it was Eller, but that's you know nobody. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, yeah. Don't, don't. Uh, no. <laughs> so you went all the way to Robot right away. Like I you, did, uh, it was the, <laughs> it was the like only baby. thing that made sense. I didn't know this was a thing, mm. and uh, I just had to had to figure out how there was a there was worked. a guy uh, in South Milwaukee 
uh, uh, God damn it. What was his name? It was a robot. <laughs> it was a... No, there was a... My grandma would go, do you want to go... Damn it! What was his name? It was something. He, he was. It was a title. It was like, like, like do you want to go to this McDonald's? There was a oh, McDonald's in South Milwaukee. And he's the brownie, right? Yeah, yeah. And his name was like, oh, Billy the brownie. I was fucking like I scared shitless by um, the concept of little anything I, um, uh, when I was a kid. I, I, I had nightmares about uh, marionette puppets and, and, and regular puppets and just anything small. Like I just, I just thought was trying to kill me, I, like dolls and things. I just, they, they were all, I just terrified of all of them. And there was a guy named Billy the Brownie that hung out at the McDonald's. I, my grandma would make it seem like he was part of the McDonald's mythos, but he wasn't. <laughs> like as I grew it's older, like I was like, wait, I had a right to be freaked out. There's no Billy the Brownie in these commercials. <laughs> this was just a fucking dude, like 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 that, like like in that Donald Sutherland movie, like uh, Mash. No, uh, no, I don't look now. <laughs> Google don't look now like 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 uh, but 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 like uh, it's a 70s like thriller horror movie but uh, it, 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 but it was like it was like like, like 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 he was just he was just a guy that was there he would and he would dress as a brownie and he would come to your table and like talk so to you like the dessert like- or the uh, the fairy like the fairy. Oh, oh, yeah, like the fairy, like the like a like the mythical creature. Sorry, I didn't clarify that. I mean, she would, yeah, Billy the Brownie, like, like, like a little person. He was a little person, and he would dress like a. No, I do. He wouldn't dress like a brownie. My grandma maybe just called him Billy the Brownie. Oh my God. <laughs> it sounds like she created. I don't think this he didn't dress thing. like a fucking Renfair. Like, like I think it like... was just a dude that was trying to like maybe have his breakfast. He could have been a truck driver. <laughs> So your grandma called him Billy the Brownie. Yeah, and I, now I'm realizing like maybe the me and Billy the Brownie were both being abused by my grandma, like 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 put into a can like two wasps and just shake shaking like 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 hey, here talk to him he's Billy the Brownie and I'm like what the fuck and he's like what the fuck I I, I never want yeah I would I I was real scared of Billy the Brownie and there was a there was a there was a uh, there was a, a marionette doll that my mom had in the closet that she called Clemens C Clemens. Who had this is like this weird like 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 what is that like it's like it was like it's like paper mache but like hardened it was like like this little guy had a little little straw hat on and it's just like all fucked up like looking like and she'd like bring it out once in a while and be like well, it's Clemency Clemens and I go get it out get it away it's a fucking horrific horrible little murderer it's like 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 Freddy Krueger looking thing with strings coming out of every joint it's like controlling it it's like a spike it's like 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 everything about it fucking terrifying and then she's like oh it's okay 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 you pussy i'm putting it back in the tupperware container and putting it in the closet like yeah the closet across from my bedroom like i now know like clemens c clemens is just in there like 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 thinking about me wants out yeah like yeah, he, he knows justice. that I, I i'm the one like okay clemens c clemens daniel doesn't like you it should, it should, might as well you guys you got to go back to sleep in this 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 plastic container across from his bed. Does he have a backstory, Clemens? Was that like a hobby of hers? I don't know if my mom is made it the doll. C my dad or Clemency. Like oh, Clemency. Is, is it Clement C. Clemens? Oh God, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird. It's like a New Clemency Line Cinemas Clemens. like horror movie. Like it's like like it's like, oh it's, it's Clemency Clemens. Like he's like he he, he, wants he got Clemency, Clemency from his, from yeah. his Tupperware for his horrible prison. murders. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's still waiting for that pardon. 
I'm going to have nightmares about Clemency Clemens. I'm picturing the closet and the Tupperware. Oh, we all will. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and I used to I, I used to have I had nightmares I had recurring nightmares about a character that was like a little puppet that was like I guess it was because of Mr. Rogers you had like the little puppet char- characters and I like the boomerang boomerang lady boomerang uh, the lady that Fairchild that was scary boomerang um, lady and I ch- yeah there was like a there was a version of her in my nightmares that yeah, was always me tormenting me um, well I had a, I always had a re- recurring nightmare where. I'd be like, it would be like, you know, uh, it was like a black background with with only just like well lit fog on the ground, you know, like one of those dreamscapes. And it's midnight, and I know it's midnight because there's this Muppet style grandfather clock, <laughs> and he strikes midnight. And when he strikes midnight, he shoots arrows into my body, <laughs> and I get struck by twelve arrows. It was a recurring nightmare I had. Dealing twenty damage. I was just gonna say that. <laughs> Yeah. It was a critical hit. Respectfully, loud guy is raising his hand. Yeah. I have another question. Okay. All right. I don't know. Your your last one. Your last one one got us somewhere. I I don't know about that. I keep Doug Doug Philburn from the Post. Yeah. Another question. Um. So you're on a a plane and the plane crashes on a deserted island and everyone survives and now you're on an island with 165 people and since you're Dan Harmon they look to you as the leader because Seth Rogen's not on the flight so so now like so now you have to create a civilization right like so what does that government look like and, and one thing I was thinking the plane like, the plane happens to crash on a desert island. Well, like, think of the odds of that. I mean, well, no, I mean oh, oh, you get washed up. You get what if that up. island was on the moon, like the premise of Harmon Town? Right. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 what does someone have to do to get banished? Right. Like, like what, how does how does like a punishment system work? Like. What if someone's being a real dick, but there's only 165 people on this island? How how many are there of us tonight here? (laughs) Well, the easy, well, the easy thing is, what if someone's being a real dick? That's the that's the whole problem with the justice system of any government is that we always conceive of like, what if someone's being a real dick? And then we go like, okay, well, if that happens, then we'll do this to them. Um, and then we wait for someone to be a real dick. And then we do that to them. And it's always, and, and that's about 1% of the cases. And the rest of it is like, well, I was hungry. I needed bread, but I didn't mean it. I thought it was mine and all this shit. And then everyone's calling each other being a real dick. And you're still using the same mentality. That's like, I, I just, I guess I would try to figure out beforehand. I mean, I, I like, like like when we start our moon colony. I just I'm just gonna bring like only beta people. Like I'm gonna they're gonna be screened for the inability to to aggress, uh, so that we can all just like because we had we had a fun experience where we were shuffling around. Uh, what was it, Montreal? Team Beta, yeah, yeah. We we were the beta beta tribe. Like like Jeff got peeled off somehow. Like otherwise Jeff would be like making all you know the decisions, and we would be tumbleweeds and stuff. And like there I th- there was like mounting things of like stress it's like we don't know what we're doing we don't know what we're doing like cody uh has like confided to me in the past it's like sometimes i'll turn into a little baby when i'm like walking around with her and like without realizing it and then sometimes she'll be doing that to me and like 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 because it's like there's usually like a like someone in the group that's like you know so you know just more comfortable having opinions and let's go here let's go there 
I like, but and we were just we just happened to be with a group of like five or six people, and none of them were that that person, and and we were just kind of drifted for a while like a garbage bag in American Beauty, and we, <laughs> but we were still there was still cohesion, and then there were there was like mounting points of frustration where you could just almost feel like you could feel like Spencer was doing the opposite of a shark where he was circling the idea of leaving, like, <laughs> like Spencer would just start getting more and more distant, and then like like like, but then but then he he'd come back, and then like we eventually. Eventually, like we started making random decisions, and we had, we had a really nice dinner in that in that one restaurant or a lunch or something. I don't, I, I don't remember. I don't know. <laughs> Why? But it was nice. It was really nice. But I, but I, so I would I I mean I just don't I don't know, man. Like because the thing is, like people people are people are people are monsters. Like they like they they'll they'll kind of like they don't I don't know I don't even know I don't know if I believe in people anymore. I feel okay. like I have a riddle for you about uh, how oh, to tell shit. if you're a serial killer or if you could become a serial killer. It was Maybe the it'll sister. Your- <laughs> Sorry. Continue. Awesome. The doctor was a woman. <laughs> what's what's let's what, see what's, if, the, uh, what's the if any of you guys? Uh, let's see who here has the mind of a serial killer. If you can answer this riddle, then you have the mind of a serial killer. Or you regardless of whether or not you already have a body count. <laughs> you'll yeah. That's you'll a good point. <laughs> if you're just a, a really point. stupid yeah. serial killer, you get off scot free. But if you yeah, if you're stupid, you'd think you'd get caught though. So oh, you, you would just be a killer though. No, but what if you're a really cowardly one? That's the thing that freaks me out all the time. Is I, I look at people and I go, the only thing standing between that person and being a serial killer is that they're just all chicken shit. Yep. <laughs> like, 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 I think feel like that person would if they could if they could do bad shit they'd get and get yeah. away with it. They if, would. If, if I had a boat, you'd all be, you'd all be dead. <laughs> You gotta have a boat. You gotta have a boat. I would never, I would never hurt anybody if I could get away with it. I, I truly believe that. But and then at the same time, I think that, and I think that's most of us. And the weird thing is, we spend most of our energy in society building, trying to make it possible for us to not have to think about how we're hurting people without thinking about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like that's that that's the biggest like. Uh, uh, right. that, 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 that's, that, that's that's how a, we how we make the trains run that, on time. Uh, document that's uh, active killing. That's that's like the whole thing, right? They like, yeah. Like I mean, their whole culture. Well, no, no, no. I guess not. Well, yeah, they, I mean, the, yeah. Active killing was uh, it, 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 it. I mean, that's an example of the fact that as long as anybody up top is just saying this is fine, if they're not, if the people you're killing have a label on them, like communist or terrorist or criminal right. or murderer or whatever, like, like, and no one ever flips the game on you, that you can actually walk through life going like, oh yeah, and then I, and then I did that thing where I was an awesome person. Right. It's, parentheses it's killed they, like. like Keep on. They keep on like going to the same stories because it's like the thing they they can't escape. And right. Like, and then, yeah. There's and some then, like weird thing haunting them and yeah. eating away at them, which is kind of an uplifting thing, possibly that maybe there is something in there. But anyways, the I think that I think the thing is it's like we try to make it as easy as possible. It's like we're Spencer and I were talking about this. So dichotomy. We talk about it all, man. Dichotomy is a crutch. <laughs> that's the thing. Like every 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 single aspect of our society. It always comes down like to some choice between one or two things. Like, like the big thing is obviously the the, the candidacy right now, the elections. Like, like, like throughout our lives, are like left and right. And we're gonna every comment section is like you're either one of these or one of those. And like we that that is actually an expression of like on mass like laziness. Like because if you only have to choose whether you're this or that. 
like you save so much fucking time like like having to think like every second like what am i who am i how do i feel like like if you just go like oh i'm i'm i don't want to be like that i'm not one of those and then you're like you've just now you're just hanging out you're like well i'm a liberal so i have six hours to play minecraft <laughs> like like because if there was no word for liberal and or, or conservative then i'd have to spend that six hours going like yeah but what about my neighbor what about my neighbor's right. daughter what about that homeless guy in the corner it's what the about this like 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 writing in films and 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 tv are, are, are so shitty like like diversity wise because it's hard it's just hard to it's harder to uh get find people people of color because there's no there's right. no infrastructure i blame casting agencies <laughs> well diversity is difficult right because and, and the first thing it's the, not the, the first way that we tackle diversity is we break that into a dichotomy we go white right. or colorful right. uh, and then we and then we'll like we'll and it's we, not necessarily that we're we're and people are like racist racist it's not like we hate it's not necessarily that all casting directors hate black people it's that all <laughs> casting directors like to go home early we, we told we told we told casting directors for eighty years now. We told them to they better get good at sorting human beings right. like documents in a filing cabinet or coats in a rack, or they're fired. Well, so you, if I can't call my casting director and go, I need a six foot five black guy with a lazy eye. It's like like in 1983, like like the person that can do that is like a better casting right. director. Now all of a sudden it's like, no, we're like going to engage in the fucking unpredictable uh, nuances of humanity. And they're like, does that include me? Because I'm like a dentist for people. Like 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 each tooth is a person on your cast. And so yeah, like 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 it it is like that that, that particularly like like you want them all to be really white. <laughs> Yeah, by by default. Yeah, yeah. But, but you, yeah. Got, you got you got that one oh. kind of weird brown tooth. <laughs> yeah, 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 white and straight. It's actually pretty stumbled into a pretty good metaphor. But yeah, it's like all different shaped white people that. Uh, yeah, like like listen, what, what, you got you got your Paul Giamatti who grinds the food. <laughs> you got your Paul Rudd in front who's just biting it and uh, you know. <laughs> Um, uh, and, uh, yeah. Anyways, it's uh, I got sidetracked by that, but I, I kind of like simultaneously. What, what's, the, what's the serial killer uh, riddle? Ooh, oh, oh yeah. yeah. All right. So uh, anybody? Because you're either a serial killer or you're not. Oh yeah. That's the dichotomy. Dichotomies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, All right. So there's a funeral. Uh, a woman goes to a funeral for her mother, and when she's there, she meets this amazing guy. He's just the guy, the man of her dreams. She's instantly in love with him, and she really wants to see him again. They have a great time at the reception, somehow, despite the fact that it's her mother's funeral. Um, but they don't exchange contact info. Um, and uh, a week later, her sister dies. Why? If you can answer that, then you can think like a serial killer. No, it's, she goes home and kills her sister. So Why? thank you, Tom. <laughs> he's uh, he's heard this riddle. <laughs> Why is there a Why is there a stranger at her mom's funeral? Uh, well, that's, that's, the, that's, that's part of it. That's part of it. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Oh, sister, because if the dude's at the mom's funeral, it's probably going to be at the sister's. Funeral. Good right. job. Right. You got it. Thank you, Doug. <laughs> Doug from the Post. Thank you very much. Yeah. <laughs> But sociopaths aren't aren't psychopaths, right? Isn't that like no? They're, that's different. There's yeah. a difference. And there's also a very big spectrum. Some sociopaths. So one, two, three, four. Yeah. Twenty five percent are sociopaths. I don't know. If you're a sociopath, you could probably take us all out if you band it together. <laughs> if, 
just think if you it. kill somebody's sister to meet her at a funeral you might be a sociopath <laughs> Uh, yeah. If we're going to have a show where everybody can talk whenever they want, you guys have to, you guys have to let each other talk, too. You can't just talk over each other. <laughs> and then I get confused. You're all sociopaths. So I'm like, like, what the fuck is going on? Everyone's just talking at the same time. Uh, oh, Dan t- took a dark turn. I guess he... <laughs> Uh, no, I, 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 my heart bleeds for everybody who's like, I have a little piece of information I'd like to share. And then everyone's like, I'm going to do a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Doug, d- Doug, Doug from, the, from the post has another question. What's your next question, Doug? What's on your, what's on your mind, Doug? Uh, could you walk us through a day when Spencer and Jeff woke up in each other's bodies? Are you just, the question is, could Dan walk are you just, all like, of us? Are you just pitching like, spec scripts now? <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like some weird slash shit. <laughs> uh, Dan, can Dan pitch a day where Spencer and I are in each other's bodies? I mean, that happened in Montreal. And it's like, it was... There was a little bit of a. Look, should, I mean, I, I was inside this? Spencer, but I wouldn't say I was <laughs> inside his body. Yeah, I mean, I would I'm, say you were. Part of me was inside Spencer's Semantics. body. Look, I was fucking, and I mean, fucking Spencer. Um, <laughs> he was fucking me. And I mean, fucking me. I don't know. Well, I think the important thing to answer your question, I mean, the, the, it would be is the uh, is the uh, first quarter of the story before that happens, because that would happen at the threshold is where, you know, because first you have to establish that Jeff is like uh, very into his clothes and uh, uh, that he doesn't have time for uh, uh, dice and uh, and, the, and that Spencer I, I loves, got no time for dice. loves dice but doesn't care about clothes and then they and then like Spencer and then there's like a magic die or something and they're both trying to grab it and they go like you have it better than me and you know I do and then it would just be like you know, right. uh, another 20 minutes of them going like, holy shit, well, uh, I guess we if we, I could, we don't have time to figure out how to fix this because I have a dice convention to go to. Um, but I, you I, have I, to go for me because you're in my body. If, if I woke up in Spencer's body and go, oh, I have to go like make it through my day and I'm, I am in Spencer's body, I think, I think that'd be pretty easy. I, I think that like, I, I go like, this is way easier than having like a like to go to the dry cleaners and pick up a suit. Would, like, would, I, I could just, would you? Would you? If you were in Spencer's body, would you like go and find a suit though? That that. No, I I, I think that I think what I would do is like luxuriate in not having to wear a suit. It's like suit vacation. Yeah. <laughs> suit vacation. I mean that's that, that's the name of the movie. It's suit vacation. <laughs> uh, it might be called. Uh, Die and tie, tie and die. But meanwhile, Spencer'd be going. Spencer'd be showing up to. Well, I mean, it depends because in the switcheroo movie, you gotta have the scene where, 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 where you, you have to go dungeon master. Also, 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 I would, I'd wake up. Oh, I'm Spencer, and I look in the, I look in the mirror, I go, Oh my God, I'm Spencer. I, I look like Spencer. Like, like my suits aren't gonna fit anymore because we're different body shapes. I'm like I have to like I only I have to get to this thing. I only have Spencer clothes. You have to get clothes. to Harmontown. Yeah, and I got. You're I, sitting on the opposite exactly. Side. Well, that'd I, be pretty easy compared to the other things. Yeah, the other <laughs> but Spencer, like, if you woke up and you and you were me, you would say, "Oh shit!" Like, I mean, you, you could put on cargo shorts and and a t-shirt. Oh yeah, you can rock those. <laughs> <laughs> 
We know this. Would you, would you wear a suit? Like, would you would you go into my closet and go? I'll, I'll cosplay as Jeff. So Davis? do we start in each other's houses? <laughs> let's just say yes. Okay. Let me, let, let's say that, that that's accessible. Well, let's oh. say you wait. You wake up in each other's bodies. That's so one of those like uh, like Blake Edwards uh, switched or whatever with uh, Jimmy Smiths and uh, it's uh, like Ella Freaky Barkin. Friday. Exactly. <laughs> well, you, yeah, you wake up. So you wake up in Jeff's apartment in Jeff's body. Okay. And you're naked. You wake up in Spencer's apartment. Right. Well, first Spencer's off, I body. immediately start jerking off. Right. <laughs> I'd kill myself. Because you got to go like, what is, what is Spencer? You both jerk what off. Spencer There's a split screen as you both come. <laughs> it's like an anime. Like, like, ah! Like a two-man Voltron. So then you're done coming, and now you go to the you bo- there's like a you go to the closet, you open the closet, and like like we clean up, clean up no. the you clean up the it's cum. someone else's body. Yeah, it's not my responsibility. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's not my department anymore. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, so I wake up in Spencer's place. I'm looking around, and I go, okay, well, I'm naked. I just jerked off. <laughs> Came all over Spencer's bedroom. I, I, yeah. I, all I got is Spencer clothes, so I'm going to dress in Spencer clothes. Yeah. I don't think I go right out and start buying suits that fit Spencer body. <laughs> I think I just go, fuck it, I'm Spencer. Nice. Right? Well, would you, would you be Spencer, or would you try to be Jeff? But in Spencer's body. Well, do, do I still have the will and the, and the volition that I, that I have? Like, I, I, yeah, no, I mean, I, I guess I, I would start having to make some decisions of like who, what is a physical Jeff Davis? Like, is it Jeff Davis only about like caring about his clothes and his hair, or or is it like growing a beard all of a sudden? I mean, there has to be. You have to. Uh, you have to first. You have to come up with like. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a tough it's a tough movie to break. It's, it's a good like, question. Duck it's high risk, low reward. Is uh, like this uh, this project, you know? Because it like it's going to end up with a skateboard chase and like it's just not going to matter. Which one of be, us like, doesn't isn't comfortable with the skateboard? It's gonna, it's going to be a forced arc because like it's not because a body switching movie again to support our point about dichotomy being a crutch for like a lazy psyche. It's like oh yeah, of course if you just take Jodie Foster and whoever her mom was uh, like. Like you, you, you swap them, then you automatically have to reduce each character to like I'm neat, she's therefore sloppy, like etc. Well, you know, fuck it, you become Jeff, Jeff becomes Spencer, and Spencer becomes you. Now it's not a dichotomy, it's a tricon. Yeah, we just solve now the movie. <laughs> what, what, when did follows. Doug get the fucking conk on this fucking thing? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to hear what you, you were saying about the sociopaths. She was talking about like the the the. She said twenty five percent of Americans are sociopaths. <laughs> I have one question there, which is: Is it just America, or was it okay? That's just where they did the study, or did they do they know for a fact that other countries have a much lower sociopath? Japan was like up to three percent. No way. (laughs) What? Now, are we relying on each country? Oh man. Are we the sociopath next door? For those of you who want to research, we'll 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 touch base again. It's like. it's like um, what was the the show with uh, Cosby the the with magic pen the picture pages yes yes I forgot and then I was like Cosby really okay <laughs> um, but um, so but uh, I just, I just, I just give up magic like if, it, if everybody if every, like everybody gets together and go let's figure out how many sociopaths each country has and then you just go like okay Japan let us know and then they come back and they go three percent and you're like. <laughs> 
All right. So, All right, so, Spencer, so, so, so buying little girls' panties out of a vending machine yeah. must really just sate that thirst. Like, so, so you don't become a yeah. sociopath? No, yeah. It's, uh, that's that's yeah. the thing. Apple a day. Dot, dot, dot. Uh, what, what kind of figures did you guys come up with? Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I, so Spencer, you wake up at my place. Do you, do you, do you would, would you go like, oh fuck, I, I want to try on one of these suits, or do you go fuck this shit? I'm gonna go right. You to, guys love I'd this probably, movie. No, <laughs> hey, I do not. This is not my question. Or do you no, say who stole my I would my get beard. in contact with me. That's the first thing. That's of course, the of course thing. you guys would call each other. Yeah, that's what I'd do. You I'd be like, really hey, what do we off. do? What do we do with this? And, and my, my first question is, did, did you just jerk off like I just jerked off? Because you sound sleepy. <laughs> but it's 10 a.m. Yeah. And if I know my body. <laughs> also, yeah, somebody's just tried to change my passwords on my computer. Like, like, like. <laughs> All right, but any, but twenty five percent of Americans are sociopaths. So, but twenty five percent of men in federal prison. Uh, wait, what? Do you know this guy? <laughs> I just googled it. It's you, 1% oh, you, of the general population, twenty five percent of men in prison. Oh, in your face, Japan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although. 70% of our population is in prison. No, it's, I mean, seriously, don't we have like a quarter of our fucking, uh, of the, well, we have a quarter of the world's prison population, right? That's the statistic? Yeah. Like, like, like yeah. Yeah, it's the biggest we, corporation. We, we, we love It's the McDonald's of America. Yeah, because it's like, it's, it's, it's so a, McDonald's. we're the McDonald's of America. It's an easy way to define poverty, is to just go like, oh yeah, it's illegal to be poor, so I have to, yeah, just go in here, because God forbid we'd ever say we were socialists, in which case you'd go like, oh, you're not very good at capitalism, you should get a place to live until you figure it out like, like, like until you get good at it here's three meals a day we go like well why don't we wait until you beat someone up with a pool cue then we'll bang a gavel no, yell at you and give you a free home it's, it's wait until you in, until you uh, bring your weed outside or rest you for the rest of your life and I mean, white. yeah, I mean, we're not if you're black. Sorry. Yeah, I do that just fine. <laughs> and I'm shady as fuck. <laughs> you saw those candy bars once? Yeah, man. We're all, we're all I, Just to be clear, I, you know, I stole a lot less bad shit than any of you guys. I'm way, I'm the best person off this stage. Wait, 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 wait. how many candy bars? What's the going exchange with candy bars and jelly beans? Why do you guys beans? steal so many candy bars? <laughs> I didn't steal any candy Yeah, why don't we just steal glasses? <laughs> that's where the, that's the real value proposition. <laughs> also, Spencer, how old were you when you sold the candy bars? Well, you know, like 14, 15. Well, there Good you age. Know. Nimble fingers. <laughs> I, I, I used to go steal shit that, that I didn't even want. I would just walk into yeah. a, a, a department store and just take shit that I didn't even want. And it was just about the game of can I yeah, can, can you, I can walk in, look you in the eye as the clerk, and walk out with the shit that I, like, I just pick shit up right in front of you and go, ah, it's, it's, and it's, walk out. And it's like, it's you, like nobody expects it. <laughs> I just want to say because we're 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 in the we're 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 we've come to the end of our time. Uh, but I and I did want to say because we touched on this darkness of like society in general, like, and it's an election year. 
a hundred days or something from it's the huge, fucking. It's huge. It, my therapist told me. It's she said, really huge. like, like there's a you know the suicide rate goes up, the domestic violence rate goes up. Like we in general, like we do for better or for worse, Americans. I think this is our purge. Yeah. So every four years, <laughs> like an anarchist would say, yeah, it's every four years we we vent everyone's uh, feeling of needing to be in control of society by giving them the illusion they can change society by pulling a lever in a curtain booth. And so, but 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 that's the cynical way of saying it another way of saying it is like every four years we have this immense responsibility on us and blah, 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 blah. but um the <laughs> which side am i on the, the side where i go <laughs> 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 but, hey, no that's just the side that requires more reading and i don't <laughs> 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 um, uh, but but uh, so in any case it's every every four years according to my therapist like like there there is this rise in like craziness like like we all start to feel it and the and the and we and we're we're in constant contact with each other on the internet. We're like painting this picture. I I I just want you know I just want to mitigate that and say I think that I think that the reason it gets to us is because it still holds just as true. I think that most of us are pretty chill and probably want the world to be great and would probably be willing to do a lot of stuff to make it great and are really concerned that like like, like just kind of like we're this parakeet in a mirror that they look start looking at this stuff and we start obsessing about it. We go like how many and, and then we put on these weird carnival masks in these comment sections and all the usernames are like oh, flip flop yeah. sixty nine and we're just going like it's like fucking weird like playing these Appalachian characters like yelling at each other about abortion clinics and stuff. But <laughs> I think that I think the silent majority are people that are fucking about everything and would just be like 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 would be able to have a fundamental principle of like as long as nobody's getting hurt i'm okay with it and uh like i do i think that we inhale a lot of secondhand smoke from the from the internet as as she'd say my therapist like and that's all fine no one has to walk away from it or ignore any of it or think that any of it's unimportant but i but the message that none of us are getting at this time um, is the one that is right under our nose and doesn't profit anybody, doesn't make you click on anything, doesn't pay anything, doesn't get you riled up. The, the, it's just the truth, which is that we're, there's a whole bunch of super cool people like, like being totally like, like we just, we're anxious about wishing that, that, that the world could be a better place. And like you're, we're, we're, we, we, we still, we, we are, it's, there's happiness possible. Some, so somehow, some way, like we're not, it's not the apocalypse yet. It just keeps seeming like it. Like I think, I think we'll laugh at it in the year 2040. I think we'll go. Remember, we kept thinking like it felt like the end. Like I, 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 yeah. I we'll be like Trump yeah. was great. Oh, <laughs> he's not. He's not going to win. We, we all panicked. Uh. We, he seemed like a douchebag, but it turns out, you know, his, his foreign policy was right on point. He solved world hunger. Or it turned out the president didn't matter. We finally. It exited, doesn't matter. We it finally, doesn't ex- finally matter. exited the age of fuck. We finally was forced out of us by an elite ruling class that are born politicians and die politicians and pay themselves to do nothing but pretend yeah. that everyone needs to be told what to do like an animal. And we exited that age and entered a proper age where we would go like those guys are civil servants and they need to either this pageant needs to stop where it's like like oh who's the most amazing world leader like the leader of the free world it's like fuck you who's gonna like balance the budget and like in the meantime like who's gonna fill the potholes on my street and um you know and maybe we'll have some nice fish fries at our local churches and uh bingo games and like jump rope competitions some and, pancakes at the firehouse um it's and maybe we'll we can i think we can get back to one mass shooting a year 
I, think, I really do. I, I think the '90s know. were so awesome. It was like a, it was like Christmas. The mass shooting was like this crazy. Like, whoa! Somebody shot like a million people. The, like, like, whoa! I, my pitch is that we have we only have one, but it's like a huge one. Like, 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 like it's like let's have a good mass shooting every year. They got to stop being weekly. It's getting me getting yeah. me down. Uh, let's go. <laughs> it's getting you down. <laughs> These mass shootings are kind of. Kind of crap in your style? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd like them to be less mass. <laughs> like to get and back. more shooting. <laughs> yeah, well, that's fun. Pew, pew, pew. Yeah. That would be, that's the thing. Like, the, the mass shootings aren't the problem. It's the, it's the, the, yeah, the, if, the if bullets was, keep hitting people. If there was a guy, I mean, yeah. just like, like, mass shooting, it's like a food fight. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah, like, things are spinning around. Yeah. Yeah, if, if a guy went up to, up into a, like a, a, a clock tower and just missed everybody, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, like the, o, the, the 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 OK Corral, that was like the like that was like the coolest gunfight ever. It was like seven dudes died or something, like, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, they missed a bunch though. I mean, it lasted hours, like like, and they were all like related, like oh, uh, McClintock got shot. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you got that totally wrong. <laughs> Anyways, I think it was short, and almost everybody died except for one or two people. My point was because I only see you guys once a week. Like I just wanted you to make it through this week. Aww. Like Aww. I'll, Aww. I'll see you again Thank next you. week. Thanks. Like we always we start by talking about like oh who needs help and like let's talk to each other and then it always inevitably we we scrape down it's to that of, part. Like, the reason why we're gathered here is because my alienation and your alienation, and we go like we got to get the fuck out of here. Like this planet sucks. Like we're all doomed. But and and, and it's true. We are. It's true. And we will get out of here. But 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 like like it would be a shame if we didn't make it to the uh, launch pad. You know it's, because we got. It's caught kind of amazing. Like I came up here because like I think everyone thinks this when they when they come to Harmontown. It's like I want I want to come, and it's partly selfish because you want to be in. And you, because we're all narcissists to some degree, and I'm I'm a narcissist, I'm, I'm for sure. Uh, but it's like, Harmontown is 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 the closest thing I have to a, a church. It's the closest thing I, I have to something that I, I come back to weekly. And, and I, is I the side like, of your body feeling any pain anymore? Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for coming to Harmontown, everybody. Everybody is whole now. Let's hear for Gabrielle, Gabrielle. Marina. Her name means a house by a water. Let's hear it uh, for Doug Frisburn from the Washington Post. Spencer Creighton and I'm Jeff Davis, your mayor, Dan Harmon. Let's try to get it from church status to cult status uh, very quickly. Can, can we pass the plate? Uh, when, when do we pass around? I'm just going to pass. I'm going to go straight to passing Kool-Aid. Like, when I don't need money. Yeah. Oh. Drive fast and take care. Feral Audio. I can't believe how cold it is. It's so cold. Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? Are you fucking serious? As a branch of the United States government, it is the mission of the National Security Agency to assess and flag citizens of the country who may present a threat to its security. <laughs> the NSA has clearance to wiretap by any means necessary. Tapped. Incidental recordings of private conversations from the files of the NSA. Now on feralaudio.com. 
Hello, beautiful. I'm Amy Errett, founder of Madison Reed, a hair color company I named after my daughter. One of the things I value most in life is time. Time to spend with my daughter, time to spend with family, and the time I put into my company that's reinventing the way women color their hair. The busiest, most successful women I know use Madison Reed, the amazing hair color hack. In under an hour and for less than $25, Madison Reed delivers gorgeous, shiny, multi-dimensional, healthy-looking hair with an ammonia-free formula. You'll look like you just came from a salon, but the reality is you have more me time to do what you love. Things get busy. Let us take care of you and your hair. Find your perfect shade at madison-reed.com and get 10% off plus free shipping on your first color kit. Use code NEW. That's code NEW. Try it. Love it. That's the beauty of Madison Reed.